1: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the sweaty helmet of F1 podcasts.
2: Yeah, is that rain on your visor or? No, I've put my penis in some custard.
1: <coughs> Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the jizzy helmet of F1 podcasts. This
0: whole podcast is going to be helmet jokes. <laughs>
2: uh, I, I, I think that's disgusting.
1: Welcome to, for Formula One's sake, it will rain before the end of this podcast, definitely. Terry, rain,
2: we, and when we say rain, we mean.
0: Welcome to, for Formula One's sake, the unjust penalty of F1 podcasts. We did nothing wrong. Although, before this readout, quite a lot was just cut out, so maybe, maybe it was just.
2: I did do something wrong. I, I will have a five-second penalty, and I will be. Everything I say will be delayed by five seconds, so Matt can just check f- it. <laughs> just be five
0: seconds of beeping.
1: Welcome to, for Formula One's sake. Are you okay?
0: No, no, I'm not okay.
2: I'm not okay because uh, I, I like Philip Schofield, and now I don't know what I think. You're too yeah, old you too, like mate. I'm sorry. You like the other ones as well, didn't you? I do also like Teenage Day's Boys. Yes. <laughs> How do you
0: think think producer Matt got this job? Welcome to, for Formula One's sake, the podcast
1: F1 deserves. I'm Alex Goy and I've come back to triumphantly tell you all about the Spanish Grand Prix where not much happened, there was no rain, and we now know what George Russell says when he comes. That (laughs) is all to come. Uh, uh.
0: (laughs) Joining me is a man who is now unfathomably stylish. It's Phil Troman's. You know when posh celebs have like stylists, and they get <clears throat> you think, wow, they look really good, and then you find out that it's actually just somebody who knows all about fashion telling them what to wear. Like me, I've had that. Why? <clears throat> so I've got um, I've got a wedding coming up. My my sister's getting married, and I I need to wear something vaguely presentable. And I'm not generally in life a particularly presentable man. So I bought a new suit, and I thought oh, it's a sort of smart casual kind of affair. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll just wear it without a tie and with a pair of trainers. And I tried it on, and my wife was like, no, that's not good enough. You need to go and get something better. And it turns out that a certain department store in the UK, which I'm not being paid by, so maybe I went to say, "Ah, fuck it, it's John Lewis. They do like this free personal styling service. You can basically make an appointment. You can go along to John Lewis, and they'll just have somebody who knows about this stuff to go, try this, try this, try this. That looks rubbish, that looks rubbish, that looks great. You should buy that. And I did that today, and it was great. And I got two new shirts. It's basically like... Like stitch fix. And and were you done for like two
1: and a half grand in Oh yes, this you definitely look good in this one. Fifty
0: quid for a shirt, no obligation to buy, it was great. I'd say I say support it when we need to. We're not sponsored by them, but who want to sponsor us they can. Um so yeah, I now feel like I've been thoroughly pimped and I will look pretty sharp at my sister's wedding. My only worry is that I will upstage
2: her. Why That's did you buy a massive white wedding dress? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, and a big veil. Yeah, I'm gonna look great.
1: And beside him is a man who went to Vienna.
2: It's Terry
0: Saunders. (gasps) It means nothing to me.
2: He did nothing for me, Paul McKenna. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So you go and see Paul McKenna in Vienna. I wish I did see Paul McKenna in Vienna, but (laughs) unfortunately, I was invited by Miller, comma, Sienna. Um, so no, I went to Vienna for a weekend. It was very nice, and I took the train there. So Berlin to Vienna Ooh. is about an eight-hour train journey. With a oh my god, I must have bankrupted you, right? Because trains are mentally expensive. It is about hundred euros. And Fucking hell, and it had like a dining car, like like the Orient Express, I imagine, but also with Brochen. bad food and schnitzel. Um, and it was fun. And Vienna was lovely, or if a bit weird. And then we came back on a train. But because the trains got a bit more expensive, we chose to opt for a night train back from Vienna to Berlin, which took 11 hours because, because things are further away in the night because you've got to go slower, maybe? Trains go sure, slower because night. Yeah. yeah, Exactly, they got their eyes shut. And also, it stopped at every fucking station between Vienna and Berlin, and it seemed to wait for about 20 minutes at most of the stations to wait for some phantom connecting train that never arrived. And they left the lights on full beams a full like the carriage lights are on full blast for the whole journey and by the way left at 7 p.m arrived at 6 (laughs) a.m into berlin and the fucking thing was fucking packed it was like rush hour it was hell i didn't get any fucking sleep i didn't feel well i had i'm very tall i had cramp and there was a dodgy german couple just staring at us over the table for like six of the hours were they podcast fans did they recognize you was that why they were staring they kept, I just, my German still isn't good enough to quite understand, but I just I just kept seeing them say, that's the guy who keeps talking shit about Michael Schumacher. How do they know? Most of it gets beeped out.
0: Alex, yes. what's new with you? What's going on? What's new with me? Uh, it's been
1: a while. It's been a while. Yeah, I'm it's back. It's been a while. I'm, I'm back because uh, all the other last resorts were busy. Sorry, everyone. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been doing adventures and stuff, and last month I did lots of things I can't talk about uh, because they're not very interesting. Uh, and this month is very exciting because I'm off to Lee Mann's this weekend. Oh, the man, the men, you to the men, the the um, the men. Didn't you?
0: Didn't this? Uh, maybe this is. <clears throat> Just coincidence, the, but were you not on pre-Le Mans last, last year as well? I
1: was, yes, uh, and I was Just also driving, driving to Le Mans with, well, in an Alpine, which will be which I'm doing this year. Be very exciting. What are you driving
0: in this year? The same, uh, and a, same again? Another know, Alpine? A110, I imagine.
1: Um, Another one. They haven't got any
0: new cars, then. They
1: haven't got any new cars. They've got an R, but I don't think there are any in the country yet. They haven't done um, the estate version yet. Yeah, they haven't done the estate, they haven't done the Lecky SUV, uh, and they've just announced that their partnership with Lotus for a, uh, an EV sports car is is done and dusted. So, not in one of those. But yes, taking an A110 to Le Mans and then spending time in various pit garages, dribbling over WEC cars and not really understanding what's going on. It's going to be great.
0: I am so out the loop with Le Mans. Is it, it's hypercars now, isn't it? It's not LMP1 anymore.
1: Yeah, so this, this, this Le Mans is a bit special because LMP1 sort of died to death. There's LMDH and hybrid and hypercars basically. It's all the all the jazzy shit. So this year you've got Porsche Ferrari, Cadillac and Toyota,
0: I think. So it's not just Toyota romping to victory every year again? No. Um Because this nobody year, else is in it. This year there are a few more people back.
1: And then in the in the US Endurance series, IMSA, there's BMW as well, and they're coming to Le Mans next year. Ooh. Alpine will be in the hypercar class next year, as will Lamborghini. So it's all getting a bit race
0: car y oh, again. It sounds like it could actually be mildly interesting again.
1: Well, the Sebring oh, was f- quite good. Spa was quite good. So, you know, Le Mans should be quite good. And because it's 100 years of Le Mans, it'll be a bit special. and I think Ferrari our 24 hours. Uh, yeah, but man, 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 man. <sighs> right. Off we go to listener's corner, which is less of a corner and now more of a fast sweeping bend. Now, was Spain an exciting race? It was certainly less dull than Monaco, wasn't it? Or was it? Michael Manfield says, Man, this is going to be a really, really long season. Can you pick out some more drivers to hate like Palmer back in the day? Hating on Max just ain't enough to get me through this slog. Tim Renler Sorry if I've massacred it. Says, no rain in Spain makes F1 plain even though there's no chicane. Can we please just tell Max he can have the title now and take the rest of the year off? Man, you people like this sport. Matt Gamblin says, promise more, offered shite. Keith R, thank you. Thank you. Keith R Swank says, can't believe that Spain was the most interesting race so far this year. Someone ain't right. Ryan Chapman says, proof that more pit stops does not make racing better.
0: Still boring. In my head, the first couple of races of this year were quite entertaining. And the last couple have really not been. Like, the last three, at least. Miami was crap. Monaco was crap. This was better, but it wasn't a classic.
2: Yeah, this was kind of...
0: It was mildly interesting for most of it.
2: This would have been an average dull race in a normal season.
0: Mm. which meant it was a little bit
2: better than most in this season
0: i mean i wasn't checking my phone two laps into it which i think i was at well the
2: Where worst thing was they were convinced that there was going to be rain oh it's going to rain at the start oh we've just been told it's going to rain a few laps in. there was oh, rain it's, in fp3, it's, rain in FP3. it's going to be torrential oh, they might qualifying was all over the place even on the even on the um what do you call it the pre-build up on the f1 tv stuff they were like And this might be the first time we see the full wet tyres used in Formula One, blah, blah, blah. It was just all this crap. And then everyone just went, oh, there's no rain. Sorry. I think if you ignore Verstappen,
0: because he's won already, you know. Yes, we might as well just give him the title, uh, as Tim suggested. Ignore that and go from below that. And it's mildly interesting because you've got the hapless Perez in the best car continually fucking it up. And then it does seem that Ferrari, Aston, and Mercedes are taking it in turns to be alternatively good and rubbish. Like, they can't seem to get any kind of consistency. And if that continues, then it makes it interesting. Um, again, McLaren, really good in qualifying, lousy in the race. Haas, really good in qualifying, lousy in the race. There's interesting stuff going on, but it's just... And there was that, there was that bit of good racing. There was one point where was it I was about to say Kobayashi. I don't mean Kobayashi. Do I, who do I mean? Tsunoda. Oh, my God, I'm profiling oh. the Japanese drivers. You really are. That's jazz. <coughs> <laughs> that's, um,
2: that's the sort of thing a Gary Suzuki would say.
0: That's because I was reading about Kamiu Kobayashi earlier today. Uh, because, you know, it's because I'm really cool. Um, he was having a battle with, I don't know, an Alpha or somebody. Was it Sho and Tsunoda and somebody else?
2: They had a good old ding-dong. That was good for a bit. I mean, it was fine, but... It- when the most exciting bit of the race is a few backmarkers having a ding-dong, does it really count? No. No, I suppose. I just want it to be good. I just want it to be good. Well, it's it's a damning indictment on this new rule set, isn't it? Because, like, everyone was getting quite good in 2021. They brought in 2022 with the new rules, and Red Bull just... Everybody, if everyone else, yeah, is just and and as and all the rest, and, and as and more I'll,
0: learned people that us have pointed out, you now can't because of the budget cap, you now can't spend your way better.
2: Yes, yeah, so the budget cap seems to be stifling competition. And yes, they are overtaking more, but I think because the plan with these rules was to get rid of DRS and they haven't. It just feels like every overtake is quite easy. It is just like it's just made it's
0: more. DR, yeah, DRS more is good. too powerful, and non DRS still isn't powerful enough. Yeah. I don't know. I just think I reckon by twenty forty they might have got it.
2: No, I think by 2025, they'll have settled into this new rules. structure. The
0: last three races of 2025 are going to be amazing. amazing. And then then 2026 will hit with all new rules, and it'll go back to being shit again. But one team will be much faster than the others. And it will be Williams. This is the way. In other news, who was hauled in front of the headmaster at Barcelona?
1: Anyone who said Gunther Steiner take a drink the reality tv star who also works as a team principal for Haas, got in trouble for having a go at the stewards after monaco calling for full-time officials to be employed instead of the race by race whoever's that f1 currently rounds up he was given a reprimand by the fia for breaching article 12.2 point who cares of the international sporting code but what did he say exactly discuss (sighs)
0: so basically i thought this was a bit weird He basically laid into the the stewards for inconsistent stewarding, which, I'll be honest, seems absolutely fair to me. It is always for many years since Charlie Whiting died, basically been all over the place. Even though Charlie Whiting wasn't steward, but you know what I mean. Um, And he said he called for something like he called for full-time professional referees because at the moment we still have laymen deciding on the fate of people, which invest millions into their careers. And apparently the FIA took umbrage at the use of layman and the suggestion that they're not professional and he was reprimanded for bringing the sport into some sort of disrepute or something brilliant which i don't know just seems to be like that's that's not the problem why why are you doing that
2: well also when i read this i thought i didn't read stewards i read marshals and i was like oh about time someone's sticking up for marshals they should get paid and then i was like oh no it's stewards it's those very rich, white, ex-drivers. <laughs> not usually thing. good ones, either. No, of course not. You're not going to... Not, not gonna always, up, even
0: Formula One drivers. There's like they had some no, e- car driver
2: in the other Exactly. Week. You're not going to ring up bloody um, Michael Schumacher, are you? And say, would you well, be you Well, for, for okay. different reasons, yeah, but no. no, yes. You're not going to ring up... <clears throat> who's a, I can't think He's of a good, good Nigel driver quit. No, but he does do it sometimes. Does he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll who's that. Mika Hakkinen? You're not going to ring up Mika Hakkinen and say... Can you take a break from your incredibly entertaining retirement of just being on everything and come and arbitrate this kids' karting race that's having yeah. to be Formula One? No, you're going to say... Almost, it's Derek Warwick. Yeah, Derek Warwick or like Eddie Cheever or just someone who's <laughs> down on their luck and needs... A, you know, there's like the... Sack on Yamamoto. You know, in the 90s, 80s and 90s, there'd be the Royal Variety of Performance and all proceeds went to the Artist Benevolent Fund. Which was a strange th- we just imagine a care home with the crankies and I think that's exactly what it is. I think. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think it should be for the should be F one benevolent fund, which is when an F one driver's falling on hard times, they get to steward a couple of races for a few grand and everyone's yeah. happy. Get Bertrand Gasho in. Can't and be they can much. E- they can even make it like a kind of you know, a children in need thing where they'll go, Now we're gonna go live to our down and out Formula 1 driver. Oh, he's having a great day. He's not had caviar for 20 years. Or you
0: just just have Lenny Henry reporting with a sad face from, like, some cart track in Luxembourg.
2: (laughs) We gave him him one glass of champagne, and he threw it immediately back up because he hasn't had anything that rich since he he got a podium at Kyle Army in 1976.
0: (laughs) At one point, he hit the high of being a reserve driver for Wolf. But now... (laughs) He's deputy manager at Team Sport Croydon. And if you if you if you want to For have just a meet- five
2: pounds a month. If you want to have a meet and greet, you can find him on Uber. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Tell us how wrong we were. You can tweet us at for F1Sake or find us on Facebook where we're for F1Sake or email us at wrong at FF1S.com. Alternatively, if you think we're right, then why not buy us a beer? Today we thank Charles Massard who says, doing a donation at current prices before inflation catches up with you guys, which is
0: entirely fair. Yeah, thank you, Charles. That's very wise. Very wise, like Owl. Uh, and Mindugas Merza. Thank you very much for the the kind donation. Our fans have some of the best names I've ever heard.
2: It's like they're all made up like some F1 stewards
1: plus we also celebrate our long term supporters who have direct debits that come out this week and we're pretty sure telling you is not a breach of privacy so please let us thank Christopher Beck yay whoa, Keith Russell yay hey. and Andy Wallington yay you know, yay yay His big yay big yay big yay's all round join them join them all head to ff1s.com forward slash pint 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 We've not yet lost all our graces. The hounds will stay in chains. Look up upon your greatness and she'll send the call out. 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 Send the
2: call out for the teams. I mean... That was great, but I think your internet fucked up because it kept glitching and repeating something. But if you do it again properly,
0: <laughs> super
2: good.
0: Outstanding. It's like Lord never died. Uh,
1: she's in all of us. Red Bull. Over to this week's fizzy drink correspondent,
2: Matt Bryant. Red Bull. Once again, it was a case of contrasting fortunes for the Red Bull drivers. Verstappen got so bored out in front, he started driving off the track as if he was goading the stewards to prove he could win, even with a time penalty. Then he ignored his team, telling him not to take any risks, and set the fastest lap of the race on tyres that were eight months old or something. Perez messed up in qualifying, but he made up seven places to finish fourth. Unfortunately, there were two Mercedes between him and Max, and he couldn't get close enough to Russell in closing stages to mount a serious podium challenge. With Red Bull winning 16 of the last 17 races, can anyone stop them, well, Max,
0: winning every remaining race? Or is Verstappen's biggest threat, Verstappen himself? Ooh... Yes, but also no, because yes, he's going to win by a country mile. He's already winning by a country mile. He could take the next two races off and Perez could win them and Verstappen would still be winning. So he's good then? He is good. He, I mean, yeah. He, he, <laughs> we love to we love to hate on him because he is a bit of a dick. But he's very good. He's very good.
2: I would also like to go back to the comment that we had at the start by... Um, Michael Mansfield, who said about we should hate more drivers like we should hate Jody and Palmer. And the problem is, we do hate Max, and he is very good, so it, it kind of gets hard to hate. You know, he's like an ex that you bump into, and you're like, oh, you really hurt me, but whew, God, your, your foot can really make my <coughs> penis, penis hard when you throttle me on the with the, the clutch. They haven't got a clutch, have they? No. Anyway, that, but, you know that old trope from a romantic that old trope comedy. from the bedroom, yeah. Um, but I I don't really hate any other drivers right now, and that's I know it's even kind George of, Russell. Oh, I do hate George Russell. You're right. I really hate George Russell. God, I've forgotten about how much I hate him until you just reminded me of what he exists, and I fucking hate him. But even then, he's too big. We need to hate a midfield driver, and I don't hate any of them. What so about Logan Sargent? Or is he too happy? See, he's too. Midfield He's two at the bottom Um, That's like kicking a kitten An incredibly
1: wealthy kitten With loads of sponsorship money
2: Yeah But also A kitten that tries to run away
0: from you But is really fucking slow Yeah But But the the daddy cat Is a Like runs an oil company (laughs) And he's actually a lion Yeah (laughs) And will mess you up Yeah Um I don't know. I mean, for st- I don't know what else to say about Verstappen. He's doing incredibly well. He's going to win. He deserves it. He is a twat, but you don't get points for being a twat. So he's driving really well. God, can you imagine if you did get points for being a twat? That would make an interesting championship. Julian Palmer would have been a three-time oh, world my. champion. No, we like him now. It was no, but was it's driving, so inter-
2: the, but, uh, th- that's just reminded me how easy he, we need a driver to lay into. Michael is right because. That joke just came so effortlessly. Yeah, Palmer made it very easy. I can't think of anyone that I'd make that joke with this year. That's, That's it, because Palmer
0: made it from memory. Palmer made it so easy because he was so whiny all the time, and he would blame anybody but himself. But then he went old punditry and actually turned out to be really good at it, and he's much yeah, better no, at than, than he was now. driving. And then you met him, and that, and then now he's your favourite, and we, you know, we remember all how it goes. Yes,
2: I met him in a lift with him, Jenny Gow, and... That's, that's where that story ends oh God. yeah oh that's, God. that's how that stops uh, oh <clears throat> <sighs> <sighs> <Sorry. laughs>
0: there's nobody oh. yeah there's nobody who's like who you hear it mind you I never hear the interviews anymore but um, when you do there's nobody that makes you go oh shut up you better maybe Alonso but he's too good and he's kind of playing into the character that we're kind of used to now I don't know okay
2: I'm just going to go through the list and pick a driver to hate it's gonna to have to be. I think it's gonna to have to be one of the McLaren or the Alpine drivers.
0: Piastri. I mean, Piastri seems like the obvious choice.
2: Too easy. I might have to start hating Lando Norris. Why? I mean, just he's, because he's,
0: we'll get to him, but yeah.
2: All right. Well, maybe
0: he's the whipping it's, boy for now. Norris if you have any better what? ideas, let us know.
2: How about? I tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna do. We're gonna do a website poll. And the viewers are going to, and the listeners, the six viewers and the thousands of <laughs> listeners will, and that's only because my computer's been hacked and they're watching everything I do, um, they will pick our whipping boy for the year. I think we've done this before and then ignored it, so I'm sure we have <laughs> history and <in> previous
0: with this. That does ring a bell, actually. Maybe we did this a few years ago.
2: When you've done a podcast for as long as we have, you're bound to recycle ideas. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, also,
0: Perez, fucking hell what's going on with him why 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 can he not do very well in the in the fastest car he's getting the seat warm for ricardo oh god but i mean even for red bull the humiliation of going back to ricardo because you've got nobody else yep it's like well let's stick in the sort of gormless australian who was good for a bit but then was absolutely hopeless for a while <sighs> yep what is perez doing what is he doing He's, he's broken. He's been broken. He's done a botch. We're seven races in and he's 53 points behind in Is the same already
2: car? been seven. That's quite depressing, isn't it? Yeah. because it, it feels way, like it's way? been like three. Mm. And well. I don't mean in the way that time flies when you're having fun. I mean, it's like I've blanked out all the traumatic memories of dull races. Mm. <laughs> the last race I remember was 1989.
1: <laughs> Mercedes. With the latest on the faded former champions, here's Brendan Freestone.
2: Mercedes. It was an interesting qualifying. George said, bloody Nora. Then he slowed down enough for Lewis to crash into him, and he said no words. In the race, George tried a new strategy by taking the escape road and making up five places, while Hamilton drove a perfect race and completely dominated the pack. Mercedes are back. We're still ignoring Max, right? <laughs> I, I mean, mean, are they back? Are they though? No, I think the Mercedes updates have worked very well. They've clearly got a fundamental fix in the car. They're still three months slower than Max Verstappen, so it doesn't fucking matter. But I think they'll be come to be the second team for the rest of the championship.
0: I don't know. I'm not sure because I think that this was another week where Fer- the Ferrari just wasn't working, and the Aston really wasn't working either. Yeah, but so Ferrari. I don't brought- know if this is like no, Mercedes are definitely faster than now, or if this. Well, is just Well, um, this particular day,
2: the Mercedes was faster. But what you're racing anyway? What. What you're forgetting there is that Ferrari also brought <coughs> massive updates and they've gone backwards. So well, this is true. We've gone to classic Ferrari territory where they've got right, right, Luigi, it better be the thing you said it's going to really fix the car because we've pinned everything on you and way down there, open another bottle of wine and, <laughs> and then they've just put all their eggs into the wrong basket, which should be Ferrari's slogan. <laughs> all
0: eggs in wrong basket, Maranello.
2: Um...
0: I don't know I mean I'm cautiously optimistic that this at the very least has has meant that we now have a proper three way tussle between Aston, Ferrari and Mercedes because in in the absence of Red Bull completely imploding that's the most fun we can hope for at the moment Um, but I don't know I'm not convinced this is the first race that Aston haven't been pretty decent Ferrari are always kind of well who knows what's going to happen um, well, Alonso's come out and said that they're going to win the Canadian Grand Prix. We well, also said that Lance Stroll's going to be a world champion, so we can't put too much stock in what he says.
2: Well, there is a, Lance Stroll could be a world champion in a kind of Uncle Buck situation. I haven't seen Uncle Buck in a while. You're going to have to remind me. If all the other drivers get electrocuted,
0: that's King Ralph, <laughs> but sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd have said a King Ralph situation, I'd be absolutely with you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, it's an Uncle Buck situation where Macaulay Culkin isn't as cute as he was in Home Alone. He's getting a bit too old, but he's not yet made My Girl, which made him
0: lovable. It was, uh, even despite the horrific ending of that film, which traumatised a generation of kids. What, Uncle Buck? No, uh, My Girl. King Ralph. Do you not remember the end of My Girl? Is that where he becomes king? No. <laughs> so, so, uh, I mean, spoilers if you haven't seen the early 90s I seen film, The 1994
1: Girl. film, My Girl. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, um, it's a lovely, lovey dovey story between two two girls. Two girls? No, that's not right. That'd be very ahead of its time. Oh, was it, was it two ma- girls, one cup? <laughs> oh, that's where the, that's where we got Macaulay that from. It was Macaulay Culkin and Anna Klumsky, and they were lovely and happy, and it was lovely, lovely. And then at the end, um, Macaulay Culkin gets stung by bees and dies.
2: But there was a uh, My Girl too, wasn't it? I yeah, think there was a necromancer a involved. It got a bit <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got a bit raping. completely
0: pivoted on the uh, genre. It's pretty good. Cool. A lot very violent
1: incredibly
0: violent yeah i mean we've talked about george russell and his inability to tell sweat from rain so what was it he actually said again because i I laughed so much i forgot (laughs) he said something came on the radio and went uh rain rain at turn five and you could sort of hear him going um okay and you could sort of tell that everyone was like what (laughs) there's there's no clouds nobody else has reported rain what's going on and then yeah a couple of laps later he's
2: like I think it might be sweat on the inside of my visor. (laughs) (laughs) Which is where... Now, I've done many previous state of F1s where I've called for a complete taking away of all sensor data on cars to make racing more exciting. And nothing would have been more exciting than in this race. All of the the field, except for like Alonso, pitting to inters on the basis of George (laughs) Russell saying he was sweaty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, you'd think you could feel
0: it. I mean, I've I've never driven an F one car, but I'd imagine that if it started raining on slicks in an F one car, you'd and you were a world champion level driver, you'd feel it surely. Rather you than have, just you think, you have
1: worn a helmet before.
0: I have. Also, and have and I've also done a lot of a very sweaty. Ra- I've been very done some very sweaty racing in my time. I've done I've done twenty four hour kart races in the Middle East. I don't remember ever having sweat on the inside of my helmet. I mean, you're not supposed to be checking at speed, mate. <laughs> That's probably why I was so slow. And I have you got your nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Slomans. There we are. Ferrari!
1: Let's check in with Maranello. Over to you, Richard Brotherton.
0: Ferrari! After racing around as if he was playing Mario Kart, a more relaxed Carlos Sainz qualified second next to former lover Lando Norris. Wait, what? what? Despite Ferrari's <laughs> upgraded package, Sainz couldn't do the business on Sunday with a limp challenge on Verstappen into Turn 1. He slid down the order to 5th, being outfoxed by Mercedes on pit strategy. For Leclerc, things went from really fucking shit to just shit, an abysmal qualifying result was put down to car problems. Failing to make good progress starting from the pit lane, Leclerc pitted early to swap his hards for softs, only to rejoin in traffic. He finished 11th. Is it time for Ferrari to look for a new driver pairing? (sighs) No, I think it's just symptomatic of Ferrari. I think you go there and you just get corrupted by their continual incompetence. I think Charles Leclerc is a really good driver, but he's just the their things are starting to creep in, aren't they? The fuck ups and the mistakes and the his mind is just becoming Ferrari.
2: But look, we've seen it with Alonso, we've seen it with Vettel, we've mm-hmm. seen it with countless drivers that have gone to Ferrari and just basically given up whilst driving for the team. Because I think it must be a culture where you just you just lose faith to such a point that you do just start trying less. And I feel like Leclerc's got to that point where, yes, he's a highly paid Formula 1 driver. Yes, he's driving for Ferrari, one of the best teams of Auto, blah, blah, blah. But there just must be a point where you're like, oh, fuck this for a laugh.
0: Yeah. I I don't know. I, there, there does seem to see, still be this mystique about Ferrari, which I've never quite got. Because well, the mystique this, is, is, people... this kind of stuff has been going on for decades.
2: Yeah, but the mystique isn't Formula 1, is it? The mystique is the Ferrari car company. And the fact that if you had any uh, ask any child in the world, what what's a red car? It's a Ferrari. You know, what's a football team? It's Man United. What's a... Terry, don't do the, that joke there. Okay.
0: <laughs> I could see where it was going as well.
2: Like, you're a bad yeah. man. Bad man. Yeah. yeah.
0: You're self-beeping. This is brilliant. I've, I'm growing as a person. I'm growing. I mean, science, in fairness to him, had a pretty good race. The car was not fast enough to... For him to stay where he started, but you know, good on him for, for getting there because it has been the Leclerc season, generally. Of the pairings, Leclerc is the one he would say, Yeah, he's the best driver. But science had a good weekend, so fair play. And Leclerc kind of absolute shitter. So, you know, maybe this is the start of the comeback that Perez wants to do. It won't be, but maybe it will. Maybe it will be. Aston Martin. Over to our Aston Martin expert, Ray Glennon.
1: Aston Martin. Alonso wasted no time making an impression on the crowd at his home race, deciding to show off his phenomenal off-roading skills on his Q1 outlap. Stroll had a tremendous weekend, starting 5th and finishing 6th, with Alonso even taking a bit of a break towards the end of the race, instructing his teammate in front of him to charge like a moose! Arguably solid teamwork, but also arguable that Fernando didn't really want to be interviewed by Nico What's-His-Name anyway.
0: Well, nobody wants that. What a voice, Ray. My word. What a voice. What a voice. It's halfway halfway between Microsoft Sam and Butter. I expected him to tell us to start our engines and then sing the national anthem.
2: Oh, I thought it was Stephen Hawking.
0: Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) So, Stroll. Alonso. Stroll Alonso. Stroll beat Alonso in the race and in quali. Alonso binned it. The car's not as fast as it was. What's going on? Terry.
2: Well, look, they brought some updates too. They didn't seem amazing. But like I said earlier, Alonso is talking up the Canadian Grand Prix because he thinks the car will be able to win in Canada. And that's nothing to do with the nationality of the strolls whatsoever. <laughs> <And in> the <laughs> I same way, thought of that. <laughs> in the same way that him saying chase him like a moose isn't borderline racist to Canadians. It's not like all Canadians live with moose. M- m- what's, what's the plural Me- of moose? Uh, Mises. Mises. <laughs> Did he say that? He said he's like a moose
0: I hope that's true Because he, that, he did it a while ago Was he chasing like a lion or something wasn't it A few races back Oh
2: maybe he didn't say I'm just trusting what Ray says Yeah Ray we're interpreting nice everything voice. you say as fact He's got such a good voice I can't <laughs> So convincing Can't doubt him I really wish he had said that Maybe I, I don't think he did But maybe he did <laughs> I'm going to pretend he did Because it works against my All right. prejudices And therefore <laughs> That's how social media works I don't. I I want that thing to have happened, so it well, Therefore, it happened. I'm curious about Alonso having a shit
0: weekend because it's he, been quite Terminator-like in his being good.
2: Well, the thing is, he. I think it's a it's a relatively simple thing that he is very good. He's slightly out driving a car that is very very good, but I feel like Mercedes have got their car back to being very good with Hamilton being very very good, which is one more very and. Ferrari, uh, Carlos Sainz is quite good. I don't know. I don't know the answers. Why are you asking me? He's not a fucking podcast or anything. Shut up. <laughs> well, is, is Stroll better than Alonso now? Is what I'm saying. Is that is not that what based happened? on one race? Come on, Alonso probably had a pretty was probably wasn't there. Hang on, there was a thing I saw that was an advert for Alonso with some other pop star. It wasn't Taylor Swift. It was someone else. Is he going around the pop star? Diaspora yeah, I, think now, he's is just, he? I think he's just bonking all Ed the Sheeran? pop stars. Well, there, there, there was a rumor that Alonso
1: was was with Taylor and Swift. That's, that's old news now.
2: Swiftly Taylor, Taylor Swift, be yeah. Taylor Swift promptly
0: moved in with somebody else. Um, Alonso. But oh, I haven't heard about the other one. Uh, it could be. Um, I don't. am so behind the times on pop stars. Is it Sunita? Is it one of Mel and Kim?
2: Oh, I can't find it. Post- no Is it
0: Avril Levine?
2: Oh, I can't remember who it was. Let's say it's Avril Levine. Okay. I mean, Canadian Grand Prix coming up. That'd be good publicity. He just love. He's just gone a bit too... Look, when I moved to Germany, I thought I hated Britain, loved Germany, loved everything about Germany, and that's what is now doing with Canada. He's just like, oh, the strolls are great. Canada's great. I love fucking the moose. I love... <laughs> oh, I'm a big fan of um, Alanis Morissette. And Kids in the Hall. Alanis Morissette.
0: I really like Canada. I'm with him on this. Kids in the Hall were pretty good. Brian adams amazing
2: and that friend we've all got sure have you got a canadian friend i've got several canadian friends there you go alex yeah. you've got any canadian friends i
1: don't have a single canadian friend or do oh. i no i don't think have i do you? oh no one of mums <laughs> What of your mums <laughs> my is canadian mom has a canadian friend <laughs> no my mum isn't canadian nor is she my friend oh, oh, um like i oh. mean No, she is. It's all good. Uh, I love my mum. Uh, I love your mum. No, she has a Canadian friend. I I don't blame you. Result for her, not for you. Oof. (laughs) Shall we talk about Alpine? Sure. Alpine! Right, we'll do this one. Alpine at the start of the season looks set for a bit of a nightmare, but after Ocon's podium in Monaco, Gasly managed to get fourth in qualifying for Spain. However... He and the team then fucked it by getting two grid penalties for not watching other traffic. Still, points for both drivers, and maybe the season
0: won't be the disaster it could have been. That's good, right? It is, but I seem to remember right at the start of the season, Alpine were like, This is it, guys. We're pretty confident that we're going to smash it this year. And then they came out and they were woeful. And then. <clears throat> Their CEO publicly started saying, these guys are shit, and if they don't get start getting better, I'm going to fire some motherfuckers, or worse to that effect. Although, pretty close to what he actually said. Um, and now, they've got um, a decent qualifying, which they then ballsed up by getting in the way of people on the qualifying laps. And they got yeah, they got podium last race, they got fourth in qualifying this race, they got points. It's definitely better than it looked like it was going to be for the first few races, but it's not quite what they were promising. It's sort of a bit of a... Is a shit sandwich the right analogy here? Where you set very high expectations, and then you're terrible, and then you settle somewhere in the middle. But it seems better in comparison. It's the Overton window, isn't it? You broke up at the vital point there, Terry, and I didn't hear what you said. It's the Overton window, isn't it? I did hear what you said that time, and I still didn't understand it.
2: Okay, so the Overton window is a thing that dictates the magnifying glass of left and right-wing politics and wherever, wherever the window is is what's seen as the centre ground the window can shift to being quite far to the left or quite far to the right for instance maybe 20 years ago saying legalising gay marriage would have felt so outrageously left wing that no one could agree with it but if you say that then that becomes left wing and then suddenly saying okay we can't legalise marriage then let's just maybe not murder gay people and then they go Oh actually that seems quite reasonable in comparison and then you go legalise gay marriage Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, it's like that window, but in terms of, I think Esteban and Pierre should get married. <laughs> so it's a window into literally Alpine's motorhome. My did I call it the over to window? I said the Terry window. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a special window that I get into. No, but it just means you know it's it's managing expectations basically, isn't it? I mean, they I, even even taking into
0: account that frankly pretty interesting theory, I don't think they're doing it very well.
2: Well, no, it's Alpine. Just don't forget, Alpine was Lotus, was Renault, sure. is Endstone, and they're Francis Ferrari. De, yeah, <laughs> france, Rari. france
1: Ferrari,
2: Fran- 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 Ferrari. Fran- Ferrari. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Ferran, france Ferranzi, um, Ferrari. But yeah, you know, this is the same Renault team that about seven years ago said we'll be world champions in three years. Oh, does it carry? Yeah. That we keep changing our names, and that, that resets it to zero, doesn't it? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'll give it another two years and they'll come up. What's another uh, slightly Renault ish brand? Exactly. Dacia. <laughs> Dacia. F1. Dacia A whole F1. new start. Restart the clock. With his three years, we will be world champions. <laughs> yeah, and we'll do it without spending any money. <laughs> Although, in fairness, I'd have more confidence in Dacia than I think I would in any of the other brands because <laughs> they've been knocking it out of the park lately. Anyway, we're getting it all automotively. And we don't do
1: that. No. That's bad. Uh, McLaren. We can now hear from our Woking correspondent, Jamie McNaught. McLaren, all was looking well on Saturday evening for the Woking outfit. Both made Q3 and Lando surprised himself, as well as everyone with positioning himself third for the race. But like using the loo at your in-laws house, an unwelcomed unlucky monster arose again. Lando's chase for points was over by turn two, having to box after tapping Hamilton's Hayes. Hey, Piastri, by all accounts, was at the race and uh, might finish 13th. So what next with the upgrades? Do they need to
2: ride this out, or do they need to do better? Like having a shit well, at your no, like, hang on, whoa, 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 whoa. like having a shit at your fucking in laws house is like what was that? The rising the the damaging rising monster. What was it? An unlucky monster, I think you said, or something like that. Jamie, what just get right? If you're listening to this podcast now, Jamie, I think you need to understand that your in laws are part of the other side on Stranger Things, and you've got to get the fuck out of there, my friend. <laughs> Because I've had some nasty shits, so and not one of them have risen out of the toilet at me. Uh, yeah, so that was McLaren.
0: Uh, no, we should talk more. Um, B- McLaren, the bowl breaker. Yes. <laughs> uh, the nasty Lans- smell that Lan- will not go away.
2: Lando Naris. Lando Naris. Lando Naris. Lando Naris, the famous, Lando-Naris. Lando-Naris. Lando-Naris, the famous Welsh driver. <laughs> <laughs> Londo Naris. Londo <laughs> Naris. Uh, he, he had a lovely time, but uh, he just wasn't quite there, was he? Um, he did a great day on qualifying, and I'm really proud of him because did, he did good for the Welsh. Uh, but on the Sunday, he fucked it all up like a bugger. And I'm um, sorry, but I can't trust him anymore. I mean, for you, that was actually a pretty decent accent. That's a pretty... I mean, I am from near Wales, but that's a pretty good accent, isn't it?
0: Yeah, no, I am as well. In fact, I'm from nearer Wales than you are. Well, why don't you do your take on McLaren in the Welsh accent, boyo? Oh. Well, I wouldn't like to say that I'm some sort of racist, so... Oh, that was good as well. I went a bit Irish at the end. Anyway. Yeah, but they do, don't um, they? Because they're near each other. <laughs> they do, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> wow, and there's the profiling, ladies and gentlemen. There, There is the profiling. Uh, it doesn't um, count if it's the yeah. Welsh. The trouble with McLaren seem to have, <laughs> he says, skipping swiftly over any more controversy, <laughs> is that they've clearly built a car that at least... at. At that track is really
2: fast over one lap. Why are they keeping that shit livery? I it is all well. Like, no,
0: they're, they're ditching it for the next one, I but it, it was, was terrible.
2: It was, it was a, Mecono, a Mecono. I can't speak tonight. A M- Monaco. <coughs> it was a a M- Monaco. I thought it was a Monaco special. Uh, they've got it well, I did as race. well. Oh, what a bunch of shite. Maybe anyway. they just forgot.
0: Maybe they ran out of money for some <laughs> new stitches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well. No, I I did not rate it. They've had some great liveries in the past, but this was a terrible one. Um, but it's gone for the next race. But yeah, the car is quick over one lap, but it's really not quick over a race. And also Norris, I mean, I'll be honest, I thought that was absolutely his fault for clattering into Hamilton and wrecking what could have been, I mean, it could have been points maybe, but then having seen how quickly they kind of slid backwards, maybe it wouldn't have been, but something's not right at Woking. What it is? I think
2: you meant to say. I think I said a while
0: back. I went to Woking, and it was a bit dirty in the McLaren Technology Centre. I was like, "This would never have passed muster during Ron Dennis's time. Standards are slipping."
2: I think you meant to say something's not working at Woking.
0: Nice, nice. Whatever it is, it ain't Woking. Oh, oh. Oh, that sounded fruity in the background. What was that?
1: Yeah, sorry. That's uh, so because I live on a main road. Motorbikes and crime happens. Ah, and oh, so that's right. You're in London, aren't you? Oh, yeah, we don't we don't, we don't have motorbikes. we don't have motorbikes or where there crime. Was some noise. Yeah, in
2: Berlin. No crime. No at crime. All? No motorbikes. But we did have the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Sw- I swings mean, and rounds. <laughs> you no, no more crime, but you did have the yeah, Nazis there was anyway. The old Holocaust. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, now that's behind yeah. us. It's really nice living here. <laughs>
0: And that was McLaren. uh, Anyway, that was
1: McLaren. (laughs) Alfa Romeo. Alfa Romeo. Shugan Yu had his best race in Formula 1, scoring some points and almost being noticeable for some of the race. Bottas, however, has ruined any good memories we have of him, apart from the funny pictures of his arse. Why is Alpha? (sighs)
2: Alpha
1: is
0: no. Alpha is what why? Alpha. I just don't see... What what do they get out of it? I I'm struggling with this. Like, they're not. There's not a works team. They've just. It's literally a sponsorship. It's Sauber. They've just stuck the alpha name on it. And they're doing the same with uh, Haas yeah, next year. What do you get? It must cost them a fortune to be a title sponsor of any F1
2: team. No. Well, firstly, I think I think you're pretty wrong. pretty terrible ones. I think you're wrong there. I don't think it costs that much at all. I think in terms of advertising money to advertise to sponsor a lowly F1 team, I think. It's relatively affordable. So I don't think they've put that much money into it. I mean, it's sort of my, I mean, we couldn't do a whip round and get that money. I'm not saying it's no money, but like in (laughs) terms of advertising dollars, I don't think it's that much for, you know, if it was Red Bull or something, very different. Um, So actually, they probably get enough brand awareness out of it because I'd always remember, remember when um, Renault was shit? Sorry, I can't pin down which year. I think it was when they had the Lotus. When they had that the Lotus livery, but they weren't called Lotus. There was was a year where they were Renault, but they had the black and gold, wasn't it? Is that right? I think so. Oh, yeah. They were called some bollocks, yeah. And they were finishing like 10th, 11th, 12th. They were shit. They were rubbish. They were like right at the bottom. And I was watching in a pub with someone. And they had that advert where they were like, it was a Microsoft advert. And they were using all the Renault teams like track day pictures to advertise super quick Microsoft something or other. And the friend I was with was like, oh, I might get that. And it was just this weird thing of just like going, yeah, because you're just seeing a car on an advert. So all, all Alpha have got to do is say that we've got a Formula One car. And most of the people that see the advert will be like, oh, that's good, isn't it? Is
0: isn't that just
2: because people are idiots? No, it's because... F- and then they'll
0: get into
1: the, the uh, Alpha Tonale or toenail and go, well, this is shit, isn't it?
0: And never speak of Alpha again. Well, that's not my fault. I mean, fair play to, to show he did actually drive quite well. And I remember thinking in the race, oh, look, there's... Joe Guan Yu. Oh, he's actually driving quite well. Well done to him. Um Bottas, I mean I'd almost forgotten about Bottas now. He's just why is he still there? Let's get rid of him. Bring somebody else in. Yes. You. Let's bring you in. Yes. That's a feature. <laughs> I drove a full season in Formula One. And nobody noticed. My neck is yeah. broken. Now read all about it in I don't know, some industry magazine. I'll call Fleet News and see if no. they'll let me in probably it's time for I thought we were going to do three part harmony
1: qualifying ace Nico Holkenberg relived the old days by getting the hearse to Q3 and starting 7th unfortunately while the car is quick over a lap it's slow as fuck over 66 laps and the hulk slid to 15th meanwhile kevin magnuson is firmly back in his shit phase and was nowhere all weekend
2: pretty much covers it you see back to my thing about hating drivers see i feel like the harsh drivers are too lowly to hate on because they're just it's quite pathetic a bit hapless yeah
0: you feel good and for a, them. They're hapless enough that you're just like, ah, oh, well, you know, he's he's trying, he's having a laugh, he's doing ball sucking jokes. Yeah, and when they have a, and good, then every now and again yeah. they have a good race, and you're like, oh, well, good for him. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, now I'm with you. Hashtag insight.
1: Hashtag insight.
0: Well, I think I think
1: with Hulkenberg, he's been around for so long, he's just sort of part of the furniture. You can't you can't dick on an armchair. Well, challenge <laughs> accepted. <laughs> challenge accepted. Your poor, poor living room, Phil. <laughs> Uh, Darling, why are there these marks everywhere? Oh, Nico Oh,
0: uh, looks like rain. What? Long story. <laughs> <sighs> my little, uh, um, a, slight, a, a complete Pony. aside, my, um, my, we, I was watching the race with my daughter who was sort of playing with Lego while it was on and she suddenly perked up when George Russell was on because she has a friend called George so now George Russell is her favourite driver.
2: Well, she sorry. kept saying,
0: is that George Russell? Where's George Russell? Well, he, is, where is George Russell?
2: Me and your daughter are going to come to blows, then, aren't we? Because I hate. Well, driving. possibly. I
0: mean, I'd back her. Um, she's quite violent. She also likes Max Verstappen because we named our robotic Hoover Fax nice. so no, no, Verstappen. Nice. So she thinks Max Verstappen is well, named well, after our Hoover.
2: Why is that nice? That's not. That's not a good name. Fax Verstappen. Why? Fax. As like Oh, Vax the V, not Vax Fax with okay, no, no, that would be weird. Although our fax no, machine.
0: If fax machine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, Vax, Vax Verstappen
0: is strong punnage yeah. Very much appreciated But she does now call Max Verstappen Vax Verstappen Because she can't differentiate between the two And in fairness he does a really good job of cleaning our front room Nice They both fucking yes. suck I mean Perez is terrible Oh no yours is better okay.
1: Let's hear now from our expensive fashion correspondent Dawn Janacek De Vries started in 14th and ended there as well It was almost exciting When he tried to get through Piastri in 13 But never did he rather brilliantly assessed his result by saying his hopes of getting into the points were hampered by being in the wrong place on the opening lap. Thank you for that stunning insight, Sensei Nick. With Sonoda in ninth, Joe in tenth, zipping around turn one and two, Sonoda wouldn't give up place and Joe had to take the long way round. Sonoda was given a penalty for pushing Zoe off. But neither I nor the announcer saw any fault of Sonoda. Though he drove extremely well all day, Sonoda was pushed out of the top ten because of this five-second penalty. Sad result. Unless you're Gasly, what do you guys think? Was the little man robbed?
0: Yes, I thought. I thought it was a very harsh penalty. Uh, I thought Mm. he was absolutely entitled to keep his position and Joe just decided to take the escape road and they didn't touch and i was really surprised to see he got a uh, penalty for it especially considering that move by ocon when somebody was it, was it alonso was overtaking ocon and ocon but almost forced him into the wall like schumacher did with barrichello years ago but this um apparently uh you know fairly innocent looking thing warranted a penalty so yeah i did feel sorry for tsunoda and i thought generally he had a fairly good fairly good weekend apart from that so yeah bullshit boo
1: Ooh. but they have a they, they have a shop in knightsbridge now you can buy fashion collections
0: inspired by the drivers oh god so maybe he's got a nice line of t-shirts well, I, d- I did remember when there. they first announced the rebranding i was like oh they, they look all right those clothes i mean they're not amazing but they look fine and i looked how much they're and it's like 150 quid for a t-shirt oh
1: it's all i, I went i went to it last year Ooh. and it was they, they had coats for like many many hundreds of pounds and it's really they've got a sunken f1 car in the wall it's really odd but there was um, <laughs> That's the unfortunately ironic, named, isn't it <laughs> yeah there was the unfortunate named a ghastly capsule collection of knitwear mm-hmm. and it was all quite yeah ghastly. So not
2: as good as ocon's well no. the thing um, is though it'd be interesting to know that like cuz there's not many fashion houses that name their collections after forward one drivers in their team so has that collection become the Defries collection or have they just admirably it's been the entire collection it's like sorry we can't have this collection <laughs> anymore Gasly's left this this chunky knit blue cardigan it will be yeah. never be sold again because yeah. it's too it, it intrinsically linked yes. with Pierre this, Gasly this huge collection of clothes that we've spent hours and
0: you know months and months and months designing and manufacturing around the world is now complete junk
2: or we just changed the label to, yeah yeah, they've not thought this it through. Out the there. But what clothes yeah, would they be? Know. So they'd be Nick's DeFreeze uh, short sleeves. Nyx DeFreeze. freeze. To short de freezing sleeves. DeFreezing
0: conditions, freezing
2: conditions. Mm, Yuki Sonoda's bowler hat. <laughs> the bowler. Uh, yeah, y- Yuki Sonoda bowler.
0: Yuki
1: Sonoda could probably do a good line in Snoods. Hmm. No, I'd, I'd buy a Snooda Snood.
0: A snood. Snood.
2: Snood. snood.
0: Snoododa. It's it's snoododa. Snoododa. It's snoododa. No, it's mm. Snood. I don't know, it's difficult. Snood. I it's wonder if they'll that, start veering towards only signing drivers that can you can easily pun on their names to make new clothes.
2: Or maybe they just get drivers who can design clothes, and then when they fire them from the team, they can just give them a job in the shop. I mean, if <laughs> yeah.
1: if you're halfway good at karting and are called John Jacketson, <laughs> yes, you exactly, Barry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Stephen Glover, it's a pleasure <laughs> to meet you. <laughs> uh,
2: well, I'm on the Alpha Tari website, uh, and in collections, they haven't got any collections named after drivers. Which implies that both Tsunoda and De Fries are being fired at the end of this season. You heard it here first.
0: <laughs> Keep an eye on their website to see what capsules are in the works. Mansell. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Wait, Williams.
2: there's a whole thing about Max oh. and Checo. They're not t- AlphaTauri. Oh, my God, are they oh, both getting boring. demoted? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
1: Exclusive. If you ever find yourself in London in Knightsbridge, do go to the shop, if anything, just to stare at it and go, this is revolting, and then leave. Um, Anyway, Williams, when will you be better than rubbish? Alex Elbon is trying his best, and Logan Sargent, who crashed in FP3, therefore ruining his qualifying, and his race is basically killing time before he gets replaced by some other no-mark. Is there any light at the end
0: of the tunnel for them? I mean, it's hard to see any at the moment. They just don't seem to be getting anywhere, as far as I can tell. Having paid, yeah, not that much attention.
2: The only thing that has given me any reason to understand what's going on in Williams in the last kind of ten years is listening to an interview about um, the two that got fired at the end of last year. The the guy who looked like the one who looked like Bjorn from Abba, or Benny from Abba, who was the team principal last I year. I can't even remember who used to drive for Williams. No, the team principal last year, the one
0: that got oh, fired. I see. Uh, yeah we all remember him we don't we get need it. to name him Benny,
2: Benny we remember from who Crossroads who was. yeah that guy yeah. that guy anyway Williams. Uh, apparently one of the Johnny of the problems they had with Williams is there's a bunch of people at Williams who are like have been there for 20 years 30 years and they keep just getting in the way and saying oh, that's, that's not the Williams way of doing things Williams way is we do it shit and we're shit <laughs> <laughs> Except for when we used to not be shit. Make Williams great again by making everything else shit. (laughs) And it was a really hard culture to fight against. Now, you'd think that anyone in their right mind, especially with new owners, would just fire the fucking lot of them. But maybe they're just on watertight contracts or something. But whenever I see Williams doing shit, it just feels like that's happening again, isn't it? You got this. You think there need to be mass redundancies. Yeah, they need to... James Vowell, whatever his name is, needs to fire the fucking lot of them. Mm. I, think, I think we may have talked about this already
0: But yeah, I, I recall Adrian Newey doing something similar At one of the teams he went to Where he came back in and was said This isn't how we do stuff And he yeah, immediately got rid of everyone So basically Adrian Newey needs to go to Williams Reunite them That's what yes. needs to happen Absolutely. Someone speak to Helmut Marco, make it happen I agree
1: All of that takes us neatly to the standings With Terry Saunders
2: So Phil has a vacuum cleaner called Vax Verstappen. So I thought, what would I call other things in my household named after Formula One drivers? So in first place, obviously, Vax Verstappen. In second place, Sergio boils Eggs. That's a egg boiler. Fernando Abonzo, if you want a themed Kimoabong. A Huelish Hamilton, the only bottle I use for my Huel. Uh, George Russell is Morphy Richards, just cause. Uh, Carlos Sainz is brand Sainsbury's. Charlotte Clerk is Charlie Workstation. Lance Mixing Bowl. Esteban, put your frock on in ninth place. Pierre cook, 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 Cookability, that's the beauty of Gasly. Eleventh place is Lando Nando Hot Sauce. In twelfth place is Nico Bulking Powder, Hulkenberg. In thirteenth place, it's Shaped Behind the Bathroom Door, it's Oscar Piastri. In fourteenth place, it's Valtteri Trivet, because that pan is hot as, hot as. In 15th, Guan Poo for the toilet. In 16th, Puky Sonoda for the toilet. 17th place, Kevin Magnuson is manscaped.com. And 18th place with one point is Alexander Nailbar. Now, I was recently in Spain for a holiday and sunburn, so I thought I would rate the meals i had in spain based on if they were f1 teams so red bull is the really good but expensive tapas i had but it really was very good in second place is mercedes which was the fancy cocktail bar that made cocktails that were expensive but a little bit shit um In third place, Aston Martin with the surprisingly good pizza. Fourth place, Ferrari was the place that forgot our order. Fifth place was the crisps I brought in the supermarket that said they were salt and vinegar but weren't, that's Alpine. In McLaren was sushi, as in it was just in the wrong place. Uh, In seventh place, Haas was the Fat Americans I saw eating a burger. In eighth place was a sandwich I dropped on the floor, that's Alfa Romeo. In ninth place was the kind of restaurant that has pictures on the menu, that's Alfa Tauri. And in tenth place is the kind of menu that has a plastic version of the meal in the street, that's Williams. And now... Man of the match
1: of driving
0: you G- George Russell
1: <laughs> <laughs> And now it's time for the state of F One with Terry Saunders.
2: Red Bull are just taking the piss now. Everyone is coming with their new updates for Spain, all changing their cars to ape the Red Bull, and Max Verstappen still wins the Grand Prix by about two weeks. For Mercedes, Ferrari, and Aston Martin especially, it must be the same frustration we all get when someone tries to tell you where something is by saying, warm, warmer, cold. Red Bull side pods, warm. Fancy DRS, warmer. Underbody aerodynamics, oh, you're so warm. Our new car, uh uh-uh, cold. Um... Red Bull have to be cheating or else everyone else in F1 is just thick as pig shit and needs to go. I'm starting to think they're adding parts just to fuck with people, laughing whilst everyone else rushes out their copies before getting rid of them. Colder! But don't worry, I have a solution transparent cars instead of all this livery stuff sponsors and black bits everything has to be made in clear perspex including all the bits that get really hot this will mean a full literal transparency (laughs) b more breakdowns as everything melts and c easier to see when the drivers wet themselves as the overalls will be made in clear pvc that famously melty material
0: the end (laughs) that could cause some quite you remember was it years ago when was it mansell who got fuel in the bottom of his car and burnt his ass Yes, that could be very bad with PVC. That is it from us. So it's goodbye to Phil Tromans. Goodbye. We haven't had time to talk about Lewis Hamilton, who may, by the time you've heard this, have signed a new contract, maybe with Mercedes, or he might pivot at the last minute and go to uh, Alpha Dowery.
1: Who knows? And it's goodbye to Terry Saunders.
2: We haven't had time to talk about Jack Nichols. And let's be honest, we're probably not going to talk about him again. We will follow the cues of the media and he will not be mentioned until it is financially viable for us to do so.
1: These two lovely boys will be back in two weeks to discuss the Canadian Grand Prix in Canada. In the meantime, check out the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash for F1's sake and follow them on Twitter at for F1's sake. Terry, where can people buy merch?
2: FF1S.com forward slash shop, shop, shop. Although someone did complain this week saying they brought a T-shirt and it was terrible. And I'm not sure if they meant the quality of the T-shirt or the design. <laughs> <laughs> Why not both? Why not Why both?
1: It's all terrible. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I've been Alex Goy. Bye.
0: Bye. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank
1: you. You're welcome.